You are listening to the Find the Right Man podcast with Paulina Solda, episode number 57, qualities to look for in the guardian of your soul with a guest expert, Lisa Schultz. Welcome to the Find the Right Man podcast. If you want to find the right man for you in just a few simple steps, keep listening. And now here's your host, dating coach and NEO style expert, Paulina Solda. Hello and uh, welcome to this very special conversation that I'm having with Lisa Shield, a love coach that I've known you for probably about around a decade. You and I have been yeah. doing this work for a while. Welcome. Thank you so much, Paulina. It's great to see you again. You look beautiful as ever. <laughs> Thank you. So do you. Well, I think you're aging in reverse. I think you get prettier and prettier every time I see you. Oh, you're so sweet. Uh, so Lisa, for everyone who doesn't know Lisa yet, you've been, so how long have you been doing this work? Like you one of the first uh, yeah. Yeah. pioneers, dating experts in the field. Oh, I'm OG for sure. I um, started internet dating over 23 years ago and I met my husband online. Did we do that uh, 23 years ago? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was an early adopter. I thought, you know, when I, I was getting my master's degree in spiritual psychology, it's funny, I was just talking to a client about this and I went on my first, uh, I, I saw internet dating as just this amazing thing. And everybody was saying to me, oh, the kind of person I would want to meet, you know, wouldn't be online like that, you know? And I was like, I don't know, you know, I, I'm open. I want to meet someone amazing. And yeah. uh, I met my husband and here's the crazy thing, Paulina. He wrote one of the books that we read while I was getting my master's degree, <laughs> one of our required books, it was called Handbook for the Heart. Mm. And I stood up in front of my class and I said, you know, a lot of you have said to me, the kind of guy I'm looking for wouldn't be online. And I just want to let you know that the author of one of the books that we read in this class was online and we're now dating. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so you said, so I, this is an amazing story. I have a couple of points that I want to bring up. But first, I just want to acknowledge you. I mean, 23 three years later, you guys are together, happily married. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, love of my life. Best thing I ever did. Oh. Ever, ever, ever. It took me two years and almost 100 dates to find him. Mm -hmm. You know, I went out with 95 first dates. Mm -hmm. And the 96th date was Benjamin. And yeah, we've been I together ever since. <laughs> I love it. So that is what's possible. And I want to bring up a couple of points. So first of all, you said I was an early adopter. And being willing, like being that innovator who leads the way right? Uh, there is a certain percentage. So there is laggers, we are early adopters. We just want to acknowledge you and for everyone 
that is also my value. So I am innovating in the industry with personality typing. So this uh, takes a customized approach. So uh, back in the day, like online dating was so new and different and people, there always will be people who are skeptical, right? And it's like, oh, and we're going to talk about new things. We're going to talk about AI and how it uh, is going to impact in the future online dating. So, and no one else is talking about it. So right now, so this is going to be really juicy and special. Um, but first of all, I also want to bring a couple of points that uh, what uh, what was thoughts, like our brain, our human brain offers was thoughts. Uh, and uh, some of them are really like just fat arrows. Those are thoughts that don't serve it. Like, who am I going to meet? I'm not going to meet anyone. Online dating is a waste of time. Men are like not serious on online dating uh, sites. And just all of this are just fat arrows. And how do we know that? Is because women like you, Lisa, and like your clients and like my clients, go use that same tool, which is just a tool. It's just a circumstance. You can meet, of course, men anywhere. But you can meet them online. And what I love about your thoughts uh, beautiful thoughts. So for anyone, please write them down and adopt what Lisa said. I'm open. I want to meet someone amazing. And online dating is the best thing I ever did. Mm -hmm. Our thoughts always equal our results. And Lisa, of course, you met someone amazing. <laughs> and it worked for you. So really. Yeah, but you know, we all met. I, it's so funny, Polina, how many stories we make up and how many ideas we adopt from other people limiting beliefs that we don't even challenge so you know I, I was talking to my mastermind group last night about this very thing that you know we were talking about of course attachment styles and how you know we want to meet secure you know we want to meet a secure man a man who is comfortable with intimacy and openness and closeness and uh, um, what we do is, you know, somebody said, well, how come secure people stay in relationships and bad relationships? And I said, it's because of all of these false beliefs we're taught that all relationships are difficult. All relationships are work. Relationships are about compromise. All couples have conflict. These are somebody else's limiting beliefs about what relationships are like. And most of us never step back and ask ourselves, are those things really true? Mm -hmm. Can two people coexist harmoniously in a relationship without conflict? What is conflict in relationship? For me, my husband and I don't have any conflict. It doesn't mean we don't have differences of opinions. Mm -hmm. We just honor and respect each other's right to see things differently. It doesn't mean that we see everything in the same way. He'll say something to me and I'll say, oh, wow, I never thought about it like that. <laughs> That's a really interesting way of looking at it. And when we coach our couples, they marvel at the at the way we do that because we sit together. We often coach our in our program together as a couple. Mm -hmm. And Benjamin will sit next to me and he'll say, Lisa's gonna give you a very different perspective. Okay. 
And sometimes I do. And we, and our clients are like, wow, it's Mm. so cool how the two of you can have completely different perspectives on something and laugh about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love what you shared about, um, so limited, so our people offer us limiting beliefs. And I just want to add to what you said uh, that it's, and it's not just other people, right? Their brain, their experience that offers them those limiting beliefs that they share. They uh, think that they are true because that they've been thinking of so often. But like our own human brain will offer us thoughts all the time based on our limited past experience. And I'm sure you have that, you see that all the time and talk with women and they'll say, well, I tried this online dating site. It didn't work for me. So online dating doesn't work. So that limited past experience, that one app or that one interaction or maybe two or three and how like we also want to challenge and question what our what our own because human brain will always offer us thoughts. And some of them, again, they just post thought errors. And of course, like relationships, what you what you shared, relationships, hard work. I take a completely different approach relationships are easy when you choose uh, compatible, when you're compatible, mm-hmm. right? Because it's easy. Like you, you're just compatible. It just works. Well, I also, just to finish that thought, I think that secure people often stay in bad relationships because we've been taught that relationships are hard work and that couples have conflict. And so we stay with the wrong partners in relationships And we work hard at them because that's what we think we're supposed to do. When I worked with Don Miguel Ruiz many, many, many years ago, Miguel used to say to us, don't believe anything I say. Don't Mm. believe anything anyone else says. And don't believe anything you say. Mm. And what he was telling us is that so many of our ideas and our thoughts And the way we look at things, the way we default to negative conclusions, Felina, like for me, when I went out and I was dating online, I said to myself, this is going to be a journey. And Mm -hmm. it is, you know, I may have to spend some time searching for the right partner. I may have to go through some guys. You know, I never expected to, to go, you know, meet three guys and then say, okay, it doesn't work for me. I thought I want somebody extraordinary and it might take a little time to find him. But I also said, what are you going to do? What better thing are you going to do with your time than look for the right partner to share the rest of your life with? So that was the story I told myself. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't afraid to go out and go on a lot of dates and learn and experience. You know, I told myself, hey, I'll never get to sit across from so many single men in my life and really get to see how they think, you know, how their brains work, what they like and dislike about us. So I found it fascinating. I thought the whole experience, you know, was I didn't think it was awful. I thought it was an education. Mm -hmm. So for me, I really loved who I was becoming through that experience. I loved watching my own evolution. So yes, many women will, you know, just, they're scared. 
they let their fears. I'm an adventurer. I see this all as one big learning experience and one big adventure. And that's what I'm teaching my clients. How can you grow? How can you evolve? We all, you know, so many, I'm sure your clients say to you, oh, I've done so much work. I'm so spiritual. Well, -hmm. let's apply all of that to the parts of our lives where it really matters. Don't tell me how spiritual you are. Show me. Show me how spiritual you are. Go on dates. Apply all of these things that you've been learning and all of these workshops Mm -hmm. that you've been attending. Go out and put that into practice in the part of your life that matters most. Mm, So beautiful. I can can see that you truly are. Uh, an example of that uh, and uh, being that spiritual person and spiritual being, because even in what you shared, how you showed up on dates, being open and accepting of was differences and being spiritual is about uh, letting go of a lot of those judgments and uh, judging like, okay, this is this wrong. With, it, it could be towards yourself. It could be towards the dating process, of course, it could be towards man you meet. And uh, it's interesting that when we are like being that, really embody that, uh, like that spiritual part and how how you know that you like reach that level of mastery is you have a relationship over two decades where you're accepting of each other's differences, you're celebrating them. Well, then we call, you know, we call this the guardian of your soul relationship. Mm-hmm. So we don't just accept each other's differences. We foster each other's growth, each other's passions, whatever we want to do. I had to go away for five months to create my course. Benjamin created a space for me to be able to do that. He worked He took care of our dogs and our home while I went away so I could focus on doing that work. And he created a space for me to do that. He came to visit me, you know, and whatever. But I rented a cabin Mm. in Northern California and I literally went away for five months to be able to work on my program and I put it together. And now, you know, we're both reaping the benefits of all of that. But he would made it possible for me to do that. But Paulina, I want to kind of, you know, like like get into this whole idea. We're talking about open minds. We're talking about being able to have an expansive, positive spiritual mindset. And we are now, right now, on the precipice of the greatest change to mankind the greatest change that we have ever known with AI. And they have been predicting this for a very long time, but I don't think most of us really understood in real terms what this means for humanity. Um, They are saying, and I think this date is going to get closer and closer, um, they're saying that in six years, AI will be a billion times more intelligent than the whole of humanity combined. A billion times. And 
we are going to see changes coming in the, in the next few years that will boggle our minds. They can already show a human being a photograph. AI can read the brain waves and replicate that image without anything. A human being can think, have a, an internal dialogue, and AI can read a person's brain waves and already write out that conversation. I mean, the, the, what's coming on the horizon is literally mind boggling. So one thing that people need to really understand, you know, first of all, just in the most immediate terms is online safety. Mm -hmm. And this is something not to scare people because that's not the goal here. We, you know, any tool that we have can be used for good or for evil, uh, you know, um, and it's not the machines that are evil, by the way. It's the people who are using the machines that use them in dark ways, right? It's not the machines themselves. The machines are just the tool. They're neutral. Mm -hmm. They're neutral. And that's an important thing to understand. It's human beings who are using the AI that can use it to deceive they already know that, you know, we already have the technology to take three seconds of a person's voice and create an entire conversation in that person's voice mm. that they are not saying. So on a telephone call, mm. they could replicate your voice and the AI could create an entire dialogue with somebody based on your voice that would sound exactly like you. And nobody can tell the difference. It's absolutely impossible mm -hmm. for a human being to detect what is AI and what is your actual voice. So what I'm now telling all of my clients is you absolutely must get on FaceTime or uh, Zoom or some kind of visual meet, you know, platform as quickly as possible to make sure that the person that you think you're communicating with is actually that person. Now they can also create video, which is another issue that you have to be concerned about, which also means that you've got to get to a real in-person date as soon as you possibly can. You have to be able to know that the person that you are communicating with is actually the person that you think, you know, the other thing that they can do is create deep fakes. We've already had clients who have been scammed out of money through deep fakes, which is another thing that people have to be aware of, even video now. I don't know if they can do an actual back and forth conversation you know, as if we're talking right now, if you could be a deep fake mm -hmm. and we could be actually having a dialogue, it's very possible that, you know, it's probable, I would guess that if that technology isn't developed, that it's, we're this close. Mm -hmm. So people need to be safe. The internet is not a tool for creating relationships per se. You do not want to be texting and writing back and forth. 
and thinking that you're building a connection with somebody you've got to get now today in our in today's world to a real in-person date as quickly as possible. Yes, I I totally support that point. I have a whole uh like even the timeline so within the week uh you definitely so the whole point of online dating is to get offline. So I always tell my clients that and there is like just come from a possibility that uh so there's just so so many limitations and how we know that we can just rely on, uh, let's say, um, experience like seeing somebody online and then when you meet them in person, they surprise you, whether it's negative or positive. Oftentimes it's going to be like, oh, you like so different because real life is so different. And then, so, and I'm teaching personality typing. So there's this one uh, very creative, very playful type. It's an East type. And they are like the biggest players. They love to be online. They are the ones who are masters of virtual reality. Like they, the whole their mission is to generate ideas. It's like they're very exciting to talk with. They're also unpredictable. They're the ones who ghost. But those men, like I always tell my clients, when you are like in this type of guy, uh, the longer you stay online communicating with him, the less likely you will ever meet in person. Right. So like your chances diminish. And the whole point is absolutely, yes, uh, exchange a few messages. You absolutely, you can get on the phone or uh, get on Zoom now, especially we've done all of that during the pandemic, right? How many clients? But you also have to insist on it. There's something that I think a lot of women do not understand. So many women have such a hard time asking for what they want. Mm-hmm. And you must say, I would love to put a face to that, you know, voice. Yes. Or, are you as funny, you know, uh, are you as funny in real life as you are, yes. you know, on, on chat? And you have to get them to a date or to yes. Zoom. Exactly. And if they refuse... That is not your person. And I will tell you why. It is also a bit of a test. You are testing them to see if this man is willing to honor your request. You are looking for a man who wants to make you happy, who wants to be your hero, who wants to ingratiate himself to you. Because a man who really is excited about meeting you and who is a great guy is also going to want to please you. So these are also not just ways of staying safe. They're also little litmus tests to see what kind of guy he is. And if he refuses, and you can say to him, by the way, look, it doesn't have to be a long phone call. I just want to hear the sound of your voice. I'd like for us to connect before we go on an actual date, would you be open to doing that? Because a lot of these guys think they're going to wind up talking to you for an hour. They don't want to have to do a long thing, but you need to see if they are going to want to please you or not, because if they don't, they're not the kind of guy you want to go out with. And now I would just say, I would simplify, like when I tell my clients, like you want um, choose men who who choose you. Don't choose men who don't choose you. And when it comes to the initial uh, that initial meeting, 
you want to meet a man and you want to meet the man who wants to meet you. So I wouldn't even go as far as like making you happy because like we actually, we want to, we make ourselves happy. And then we come from that self-sufficient place. We don't need the man to make us happy. We're already happy, but we want to meet the man who wants to meet us. So that is like, I keep it at that level. Like I know you, you talk I about it like, very differently. Huh? A man, I, we work in our, it's not about a man, needing a man to make you happy. That is absolutely not what I said. It's about a man wanting, he wants to please you. He wants to do things to please you. My husband would go to the moon and back for me. <laughs> I can't even tell him something if I went shopping and mm -hmm. I say oh my god I saw this beautiful necklace that man will be buying that necklace the next day I can't even mention something I mentioned a car and that car was in my driveway for my birthday two weeks later <laughs> I don't yeah, I need it. that I can buy that car for myself mm -hmm. My husband, I'm his, he treasures me. So he wants to do these things. And I think a lot of women, I, I will put it this way, Paulina, mm. when I, I was that woman who didn't need a man to make me happy. Mm. And you know what I got in my first marriage? Nothing. Mm. Zero. Zero. Because I didn't even know how to ask. And I watched men doing these things for all these other women. And I realized I never expected it because mm. I could take care of myself. I was happy. I was mm. self-sufficient. I had everything. And I never invited a man to do those things for me. So I would disagree. It's not about needing a man to do those things. It's about wanting a man who will cherish and adore you and finding those men who will do those things. So I think we frame it a little differently. But. Yeah, it's a, I think it's just a play of words. And I can tell that by just, you have beautiful jewelry. <laughs> I can tell your husband loves buying jinx for you. Yes, and uh, so just to clarify, uh, with, uh, I like when you said, please, that is to please me. That would please me. I like that. That is, um, that is very juicy because the, it, it comes from that place of pleasure and mm -hmm. pleasure is what we are all about when it comes to relationships. So I love that. Uh, also, uh, yes. And I agree that we want, I believe that man uh, value. So just like all of us, like human, like when we put effort into something, anything, we value it more. And so when uh, a man, like he puts in an effort, he puts his time, he, his energy, he's like your husband, you share the stories, those resources, he invests in you and he values you even more. He just loves me. Yeah. I mean, he loves me. All he does is look for <laughs> ways to make me happy. He's <laughs> cooking for me. It's 1030 in the morning right now and he's cooking dinner for us. Yeah. He's in the kitchen so cooking good. dinner. He made dinner for me last night. He's just, he literally looks, I mean, he's the polar opposite of my last husband. Mm. But I never asked for anything, Polina. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And I prided myself on being a woman who I want a man, but I don't need a man. And one of the things I tell my clients is this. We all need each other. Relationships mm-hmm. are based on mutual need. You may mm-hmm. not need a man to put a roof over your head or pay your bills, but that's even more reason today why you need to show a man the ways in which he can please you. He can make you happy because if I, I literally had a man I was dating, mm-hmm. a lovely man. He walked, he, we went out to this beautiful dinner and he brought me home. He walked me up to my door and I thought he was going to kiss me goodnight. And instead he said, you know, I really enjoyed meeting you. He said, you're lovely. And I can see what a wonderful woman you are. But he said, I always look for how I, you know, I can be a part of a woman's life. I'm, mm. As a man, I'm looking for how can I be a part of this woman's life? How can I be a man and really, you know, be a man? And he said, you don't need anything. Mm. He said, you're completely self-sufficient. You don't need anything. And I thought in that moment, I thought, wow, well, if you want a needy woman, that's not me. (laughs) And it took me two years to figure out what he was saying to me. Mm -hmm. He was saying, there's no room in me for your Mm -hmm. your life. There's no space for a man. You're so autonomous. Mm. And this is what so many, this is the mistake Mm -hmm. that I, I see so many women making today. They're, they're so autonomous that most men feel like, wh- what place would I have? I'd be like arm candy. I'd be an accessory, you know, but I there would be no room. I couldn't be a man with her because this woman doesn't know how to receive. Mm. So good. And uh, yes, men need to be needed. That's for sure. And uh, we I like what you said, like about relationships. So we have is. Uh, inherent need in us. Like, especially, I, I just know that, like, when, if you hear listening, watching, it's because there's that desire. And I, I like to use the word desire. It's like juicy, but that desire to be with someone and to share, it's not like we need that man for survival, but because we want, it's, an, it's like we, we choose to, to create space for, and of course, you and I, we uh, we both. So I've been. So you've been together for twenty three years. We just uh, we just celebrated fourteen years together. So that uh, that is what's possible. I know what women want. So let's uh, before we wrap up, let's talk about uh, why why it's so important. Like especially in the times we live in now, to to create that partnership, to be in that relationship. I don't, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, Polina. Yes, please. (laughs) So I'm like a real, I'm just like a total realist, right? I'm not up here. Don't live in a fantasy land. I'm I'm really a realist. Um, Life is going to change in ways that nobody can imagine. And they're going to change fast. And many, many, many people's identities, who they think they are, their jobs, everything are going to be gone like that in a second. 
they have they say that 18 million people are going to be out of work in a matter of years million no jobs trained educated whatever one of the things that i'm really dealing with myself i'm just putting this out there just personally is letting go of any attachment to anything that I feel is my identity, who I think I am. And in the midst of that, the only thing that matters is love. Mm. The only thing I can count on, the only known quantity is love, is Benjamin, is my partnership. And I don't know how we're going to face what's coming up. I think it's going to be you know, I'm not being like negative. I hope everybody understands that. I'm being very realistic. I have been immersing myself in learning about what's about to happen. I'm learning about how to incorporate AI into my business because if we don't, we're going to be dead, you know, we're going to be gone. And I'm looking at what is really happening to the best of my own ability, talking to experts and people so that I can understand how to be with what's coming because they already have AI coaches. They already have AI coaches. Mm -hmm. They are going to have ro robots, romantic robots who are going to be as realistic as human beings and who won't have bad moods, who will be completely agreeable and amenable to anything. We are going to be seeing changes that are absolutely incomprehensible. And I share that because the single most important thing anybody can do is find their partner. Mm. It is the most important thing that we can do right now today, if you are going to get through this and be, stay sane and be able to navigate what's coming up, the only stable thing is love. And we do need each other, Polina. And I believe that we need each other for our survival. I don't believe Benjamin and I are like this. We are like one person in two bodies and we function together after 20 plus years in a way that if I lost him tomorrow, I truly don't know what I would do. I don't because he takes care of so much in our life together. He handles things. Do I need him to pay for things for me? Hell no. But there are things that my husband does that he does because we divide our tasks, our responsibilities. You know, he's my emotional rock. Where would I go to get the love and the emotional support that my husband gives me? So I don't believe for a second. I think human beings are lying to each other. He's 70 years old. I'm 61. We're aging. We need each other now more than ever. Mm. And human contact is going to be in all of what's coming around the corner. 
human connections are going to be the most precious thing we have. So that's what I have to say. About yes, that. yes, I, I am like blown away by what you shared. This is so powerful. And for anyone who might be, because I always ask for that compelling reason, what is your compelling reason why? And for women who might not ever had that relationship that they might have doubts or they're not sure, or they just like have so much resistance, like even opening up to that possibility, what you shared, that is a, like you have a compelling reason why to have that relationship. And it's so strong and it's so clear. I just want every woman to have that clarity about what is your why. Because as long as you have your compelling reason why, you will navigate through everything, including AI online. You will find your person and you will continue. You will hire a coach. You will participate. You will watch, listen. You will do whatever it takes, just like you shared. Just like Lisa shared, the best thing I did, it was all worth it. All the two years and all of those dates, it was all worth it because you had your compelling reason why. And look now, 23 years later, this is where you are and you have your partner for the rest of your life. And that is exactly what's possible for everyone. That's exactly why we're doing this, why we create uh, this uh, uh, this work. So Lisa, finally, I know for women who like, wow, she's amazing. And by the way, what a commitment. I also want to acknowledge you. Five months away from the love of your life, locked <laughs> in a cabin. So you have something absolutely extraordinary for uh, clients you serve. So for women who want to take it deeper with you, I know you have a special free gift. Would you please share what it is? And we'll make sure they got the link. So I I think the best way to do this is to go to lisashield.com. And all over my website, you'll see the link to watch my free presentation. And then at the end of that what is presentation, it about? it's a 40, well, you know, we have a couple of different things and we're in the process mm. of trying some new things. But right now we have a 45 minute presentation and at the end of the presentation, um, it's a webinar and it talks about the five shifts, the five most mm. important things you need to know in order to attract a guardian of your soul. And at the end of that, if you do want our help and you want to talk to us about our program, there is an opportunity to sign up for a call with a member of my team where we will assess whether or not you would be a good fit for the program. And if we do decide that we, yes, we can help you. And trust me, we do not take everybody we talk to. We work with the women we know who are ready to do this work and who we can truly help. And if you are, we'll discuss how we can do that. Beautiful. Okay, so for everyone, uh, you got that. And of course, you have a link. And lastly, Lisa, biggest biggest takeaway from our talk today. Your job will come and go. Your girlfriends will marry and have their children and their families and responsibilities Love is the one thing, love and partnership, having that person that you can turn to. All of my clients who find the guardians of their souls come back to me and say, Lisa, this is the most important thing in life, finding true love. And you can do it as hard as you think it is, as many times as you've tried and failed, trust me. 
you can do it. If I can do it, and I was a nightmare, believe me, prior to meeting Benjamin, I had my awful experiences. I had a father who was an alcoholic. I had, you know, my own stories. But if I can find love online in this in this lifetime, you can do it too. Anyone can if you really want it. Amen. So good. That is so powerful. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank Always is a pleasure. And uh, thank, thank you, everyone. Uh, much love. Thank you for listening. Make sure you click on the link inside the show notes to sign up for my free part, Find the Right Man Kickstart Mini Course right now. I will see you inside the course.